Get ready for truth and transparency from an ocean of liberal tears. Welcome to the Blue Shark Show with your host, Mike Lang. Can you believe the divisiveness here in Hood County about Granbury ISD and the book deal? We did a a show, it was episode 93 a couple months ago about all this book stuff and and all the left and all the porn lovers pretty much call this a book ban, when in fact it's not even a book ban. Yeah, they they like to control the language and you know you asked if i can believe it yeah you know i think people around here have had enough you know parents have had enough we've been ignoring our public schools for too long and we got to change it so here we go again we're talking about the books in the library not the public library at some other library here in hood county but the school library and people tend to get those two mixed up you know there's a public school library and then there's a public library two totally different things one is available for kids K through 12 with their teachers, with their counselors, and they can just go check out books whenever they want. Yeah, people like to confuse the two because it's easier to get people pulled over to their side. Oh, you just want to ban books from the public library. You know, this is about public libraries. No, this is about public school libraries where children are and where children are the ones checking out the books. So here we are again. You can just call it chapter two of this book deal because I have a feeling there'll be several chapters moving forward on what's going to happen here in Granbury ISD and also the ISDs throughout Texas and the nation because there's a groundswell of conservative people that are saying, hey, like you said, enough is enough. So what Granbury ISD did is they put together a committee. Hey, once again, hey, if we have a problem, let's put together a committee because that committee to whether it's the county, the city, the GISD, it's an end-all, be-all, so the elected officials can wipe their hands and say, hey, we did our job, right? Yeah, they like to put everything off on committees, whether good, bad, or indifferent. You know, and a lot of times they'll stack who gets put on the committee to get the outcome they want. They know if they put only a handful of conservatives and a ton of libs, they're going to get a liberal result. So the committees are a suggestion to the board members or the elected officials for more information to help them decide on how to vote or how they want to vote. But what happens is the board here in this case, GISD, just says, here's a committee, we're going to do what they say, and then we won't have to have a vote, and we don't have to have the public see where we stand on this. Well, GISD board, it's time for you to show the public You're an elected official where you stand on this. And the committee members on here, which the Hood County News already, you know, contacted most or all of them for an interview. But number one, we have Paul Hyde. We have Keisha Perkins Kindred, Monica Brown, Karen Lowry, Mike Bocamp, Juana Reed, Hario Martinez, Adina Bracier, and Margaret Rodriguez. So we have nine people. Of the nine, we have five that are GISD, either teachers, administrators, counselors, librarians, whatever it may be. So we have four people that are in the community or community members on this board. Rule by committee is kind of an old tactic, and Mike, I'm sure you're familiar with this. It's um, it's how elected officials can 
get away from accountability and being put on the record and being forced to a vote, whether that's, you know, if you're talking long range planning or a book issue comes up or, you know, um, curriculum oversight type stuff, they like to use committees because it enables them to get away with whatever they want and just say, well, it was the committee's choice. We, we gave it to the committee when in fact elected officials should be strong enough to problem solve and to, uh, you know, do what needs to be done. So the committee of nine reviewed over 130 books. And how long? Within just a few days, right? So, you know. That's a lot of books. Yeah, somebody had to do all the research and get it done, but there's there's a few on the committee that kind of held some books back. And remember, they're doing this under the Krauss and Abbott and the vulgarity and things like that in these books, not just a cuss word here, a cuss word there. The whole theme of the book, whether it's being sexually explicit, talking about rape, talking about incest and things like that. So within a few days, they were able to read all these books to see the context of everything and where they're going to go. And of course, the stacked committee voted to put almost all the books back in the library. Um, There are a few on the committee that did have some questions and spoke up, and I want to thank them for doing that. You know, on our last episode, on episode 93, we talked about Jeremy Glenn, the superintendent, was going to do an investigation on how these books got into the library to begin with. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's a huge thing because... If we have somebody allowing these books in, whether it's a librarian, whether it's a vendor giving away free books, however it may be, there's your problem. Absolutely. And that's something that a lot of people were asking. They said, how did this stuff get in the library in the first place? So that's what we have to concentrate on is the people or person that's allowing this in, whether it's a curriculum director, whether it's the librarian, whoever it may be. And maybe they need somebody to look after them because there are a lot of books here in Granbury High School Library and Middle School Libraries that shouldn't be there. So somebody let them in. I really would like to see where we're at on that investigation and how those policies are going to change so we don't get into this situation because this is going to be an ongoing situation. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be at the forefront for a while. Public education uh, and I think this is a good thing that everybody is focused on it uh, for many reasons, but it's, this problem's not going anywhere. Um, you know, I think, I feel like the district is trying to do the right thing, but they're trying to be shy about it, and that's not the right way to do stuff. If you're going to be bold and, you know, conservative and change the way that our public school libraries are, you know, handled, uh you got to be loud and proud. Don't don't try to hide it, you know, because Granberry, with our makeup, we can inspire others around the country, and we already have, inspire others around the country to uh, do the right thing and get back on track. And if you look at a letter that Representative Matt Krause did from District 93 in Tarrant County, and he's supporting the leadership of Dr. Glenn and the board for stepping up and, you know, the excellence here with GISD and applauded the comments of Dr. Glenn in the previous book ordeal. And in that same letter, 
They said, we also recently observed that the ACLU of Texas sent the district a demand letter. And basically, they're telling Dr. Glenn and the school board, we encourage you to stand firm in the face of frivolous complaints, social media intimidation, and personal attacks. And this was signed by Matt Krause, Jared Patterson, Briscoe Kane, Ken King, Glenn Rogers, District 60 right now. Um, it was also signed by Shelby Slauson, who's House District 59, but will be our Hood County rep, state rep. Yeah. Uh, it was signed by Senator Drew Springer. You know, we had 15 signatures on this letter from state representatives, state senators supporting Dr. Glenn. But what I found interesting was we didn't have our very own Senator Brian Birdwell here in Hood County sign it. So I don't know if that's an oversight or, or what that even may be. There's no telling what it could be. Maybe he, kind of like uh, the school board president, just wants all this to go away. Or maybe he doesn't support what you know Dr. Glenn is doing. You know, We have probably the most conservative superintendent socially in the state of Texas. And you know, for our own hometown senator to not uh, openly support him in what he's doing, it, it does raise some questions. So I wonder where the disconnect here is for Senator Birdwell on supporting Granbury ISD and the superintendent. Granbury ISD is in a really cool position right now. Like I said, we've got socially the most conservative superintendent probably in the state when it comes to being a social conservative. Fiscal, maybe not so much, but social, he's pretty pretty darn good. And it would be great if we had a loud and proud board of trustees or maybe even just a few members of the school board that would, you know, very boldly, you know, similar to the legislators did, Sign a letter of support. You know, I think the school board president chimed in in the comments section, uh, one of our videos, saying, hey, you know, we stand behind Dr. Glenn, but then publicly she's not really wanting to do anything. That's Barbara Townsend, current school board president. And when you have this type of setup, like we keep saying, GISD could be the dream team, really, uh, with a strong school board president that's willing to take this by the reins because, like you said, it's not going anywhere. And I hope that our school board president specifically, uh, and that's Barbara Townsend, I hope that she can step up and stop shying away from controversy. Because when you're doing the right thing, you're going to have people come after you. But it's worth, in this instance, doing the right thing for our kids. You have the attorneys come in from the school district, and I believe they use Walsh and Gallegos here. And, you know, of course, they're out of Austin. And, and therefore, you know, protecting the entity of GISD. They're not for protecting the kids or protecting the parents, uh, children, things like that. They're protecting the entity of government. So when it comes down to that for an excuse, whether it's a board member, whether it's the president of the board, that excuse is out the window. You take these books that are porn or sexually explicit out of the school library and let the ACLU deal with that later. Because you do have a leg to stand on. This is an independent school district within our district here in Granbury ISD. This has gone from not just politically motivated, but this has always been a culture war. And what the conservatives and the people that are trying to do the right thing morally have always done is they've tried to, to take the political aspect of it and change things. 
when for the last several decades, the liberals, the socialists, the Marxists, they've taken the culture aspect of it, put it up top, put political underneath it, and everything from culture flows down to political. Well, we're downstream politically of where we need to be. And the people here in Hood County need to step up, go to your school board, address your trustees, and tell them exactly how you feel about these books that are in the libraries here in high school, middle school, and elementary school. So in closing, what's going around Granberry and being emailed and texted to everybody now is the Equality Pack. The Equality Pack has come out now, and it's breaking news that the librarians decry GOP moves to ban LGBT plus books in Granberry's public library. There's that switch, folks, from school to public library. So now we have the Equality Pack brought in by, it says, librarians that I guess they're under attack from the GOP and they want to ban books. It's probably the librarian that recorded Dr. Glenn. It may be. You never know. So now we have the Equality uh, Pack here in Texas, in, in Granbury, and they're searching for donations, and it's a, a Democrat socialist group. Uh, so there you go, folks. We're involved, whether you want to be involved or not, Parents, you can take control of your kid's life or you can let the government do it. Shark Show out.